Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty a resource to equip and encourage leaders to make disciples who make disciple makers. I'm your host, Chris Swain, here with Robbie Gallaty, the pastor of Long Hollow Baptist Church, founder and president of Replicate Ministries. Today on the podcast, we are back talking about my number one failure as a disciple maker. And it's really your number one failure. I mean, it's my failure too. Are you saying you haven't failed in this? No, I've definitely failed. (laughs) I have definitely failed in this. So really, we could all, as church leaders, say this could be our number one failure as a disciple We maker. could title it the number one failure uh, in, in, in the Christian life. It could be. I mean, honestly, because uh, as we talk about it, as you've done the research, as you've been reading books, as you've been experiencing it, let's just remind everyone what it is. It is ignoring the Sabbath, ultimately ignoring one of the Ten Commandments. Yeah, we sin. We 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 will keep nine. We sin in ten all the time. Every right. week we sin in ten. Easy, easy. Well, okay. Here's the thing. What is the Sabbath? <laughs> we didn't define this last time. We, we Sabbath yeah. is to refrain from the normal activity of your life as it relates to work. Okay. So if you work, uh, if you work in sales, you work behind a computer, then you're not working on the computer. If you're uh, and then, and then connected with that is is online activities. This is where I, I have a problem. So it's like, okay, I, I'm not I'm not online for a, a job. I mean, I'm a pastor of a church, but I am online, posting and commenting, and then I get sucked into social media. So what I've realized after my my attempt this week, which we'll get to in a moment, in this past week, uh, the the problem with me is I've got to cut off the phone completely. Because if I look at one social media account and try to post one thing. It's a ten minute, yes. you know. It's like taking a hit off a pipe. Well, yeah, that, it's like it's like a. <laughs> well, drug. Real, realistically, the statistics show that it is that addicting. You want to know something else? I just somebody just sent me this recently, and I have to go look it up. But somebody said addiction to work is as addicting as a drug. The the high we get from working and and achieving things and getting accolades and, and the the lure of work and addiction. I'm telling you, I just saw this recently. But but the reality is Sabbath. When was the last time you took a 24 hour season of time where you did no work, no activity, and you just rested in the Lord? Now I was telling you about this a couple weeks ago, and you said, "Okay, what am I going to do?" Yeah, that was my response. What, what do we do? do for what do you do in that 24 hours? Well, the, the response is you don't do anything. <laughs> now, here's the thing. You can read. Okay. You can uh, take walks. Uh, you can, if if uh, if you enjoy, I mean, even cutting the grass at times, if it's kind of relaxing. Anything relaxing where you're not trying to think or create. Uh, what about or, video games? You, you could do video that, games, that's, I think. That's what I'm going to do I think fun. you do video games. Uh, you want to do it in moderation, obviously, because you don't want to spend like 12 hours on video. Well, absolutely. <laughs> that was my yeah. Sabbath. I played video games for 12 hours. <laughs> the goal of the Sabbath is to meditate and contemplate the things of God. Okay? And it's trying to – what the Sabbath is, basically, is it's an interruption in your calendar. God is big on rhythms of life. Okay? People – I don't think a lot of people get this and I don't think I have until recently, God is all about managing our calendars. In the Old Testament, what God did is he gave the children of Israel 
a group of commandments, and he gave them a calendar already filled out for them. Did you know this? Oh, wow. I did not know that. He said, okay, here are the laws you need to obey. And by the way, here's a calendar already filed out for you. On the 10th of Nissan, you're, or, and it's not a car, that's April or, 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 or March. <laughs> on the 10th of Nissan, which is Passover, leading up to Passover, you're going to do this. On the 14th, you're going to do this. 50 days later, on Pentecost, you're going to do this. Uh, feasts of trumpets and tabernacles in the fall, you're going to do this. Okay, And so God was always about intersecting their calendar, watch this, to slow them down in order so that they could be mindful of him. He knew even back then, without cell phones, without tablets, without computers, without technology, without televisions, uh, sets, that he knew that they would be tempted, even back then, to be caught up in work in a routine that they wouldn't take time to rest. Think, okay, now think about this. The Sabbath was a learned behavior for them. Why? Think about where they came from before they went to Mount Sinai in Exodus 20. That's right. What were they doing? Slavery. They were slaves. They were bricklayers. How many days a week did they work? I'm assuming all, based on Every how you're Every day asking. of the week. Every day of the week, okay? They were addicted to work and expected to work because that's all they knew. There was no day off. The, the Roman world, they never had – they worked all the time. I mean, they took nights and, and hangout times, but they worked all the time. To think that you would take 24 hours off – and rest was a foreign concept to them. So when God comes with the nation to Exodus 20, gives them the, 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 the commandments, when Moses come down, comes down, how long does it take them to learn this new behavior or this new rhythm of life on one day of the week you're going to rest? You think that took a while? I think it probably did. It took a while. It took a while. <laughs> Joe, what are you doing? We're not yeah. supposed to be working. Put the brick down. Well, I'm so, oh, man, I'm so used to working. I'm sorry. They had to learn this. This yeah. was a learned behavior, okay? So what I'm saying is you have to be patient with yourself. Uh, if you're like me, when I learn a new principle or, or a discipline, I'm all in. I'm ready to memorize you know, a book of the Bible, and I'm all in and yeah. going to read the whole Bible. But it's good to be slow and take it in steps and stages. Okay, so this week I started to do, I t- attempted to try to do my first, first 24-hour Sabbath. Which day did you choose to do this? Okay, on? here's what I tried to do, and I learned from my mistakes. <laughs> I tried first to, attempt, first slew of mistakes. First attempt, but but again, it's a process. You know, failures are oppor- here's what I tell my kids: failures are opportunities to learn. Failures never final. Failures are opportunities to learn. So when you fail, you say, "Hey, that's one way not to do it." Okay, I mean, I do that all the time, and I have a lot of failures. But okay, here's the thing: so I started the Sabbath. On Friday morning, which was my first problem. Okay. Okay. I'm a, we- I'm a Westerner, not an Easterner. They know something about sundown. I didn't. Okay. So I started Friday morning and uh, I woke up and I said, okay, I'm going to have a great time in the Lord. I woke up that morning about 5.15. Whoo. Intentionally? Uh, or did you set your alarm and say, I want to get up this early? Why did I get up that early? I think I... Well, I think I got. I think I had to get up around six something, okay. but I couldn't sleep. I think I was excited, honestly, to try this Sabbath, but <laughs> I didn't I realize. You, yeah, you were I didn't realize about- <laughs> that I was going to work all day at not working. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to be work. Like here, here's the thing: you got to realize about Sabbath. It is work, not to work. Yeah, I'm telling you, we are so addicted, Chris, to yes. working. And here's what working is: working is me doing something. Okay. 
Sabbath is God doing something on me. Okay. Working is I'm going out and doing something I'm creating, I'm maintaining, I'm sustaining. Sabbath is God doing some deep soul work on me. Okay. Here's a question for those listening. When was the last time you just sat in a contemplative state and allowed God to work on you? Without your phone. Without your phone. <laughs> Without, yeah. Or better yet, you ready for this? Without even your Bible. I know I'm meddling here, but because we people say, well, I, I'm all the time with the Lord. I'm, I'm reading the Bible every morning, which, which we do. I memorize scripture every day, which we do. But here's the thing. Even when I read the Bible, Chris, I can get into this routine of, of getting through something and checking a box and hurrying along so I can finish with my Bible reading plan, okay? When was the last time you just sat and was still to know that God is God? As the Lord says, be silent before me in the Psalms. Yes. Okay. When was the last time you did that? I realized that was a long time ago. Okay. Now I have had seasons of this where I've I've been silent before the Lord and, and been still, but I've never done a Sabbath. Here's full disclosure in my entire Christian life, 15 years, uh, actually more than 15. No, uh, going to be 16 this year as a, as a Christian, 15 and a half years, Chris, I have never taken a Sabbath. Have you? Not not in terms of, okay, I'm taking a Sabbath. 24 hours, <laughs> no work. No. No phone. I have fasted for 40 days. I have uh, done quiet times have consistently. Have you fasted for 40 days? I have. Wow. Numerous times. But I'm in the midst of that even, I've never stopped and said, okay, here's, here's a listening, contemplating. Like, I, th- I think I remember going to student camp as a teenager. And them saying, you know, go out and then this wooded area over here and pray. But yeah, you got your notebook, you've got your uh, Bible, you're highlighting, you're reading, which is good, obviously. But like you're saying, it's it is a uh, specific, focused practice of you to to stop everything and just listen and contemplate. And see, I would say even those things of writing and listening and reading are good. But I think you need to have and add to your diet of spiritual growth this aspect of Sabbathing and silence and solitude. Because even those things, Chris, are work. Well, let's talk about those things after this brief break. Small groups typically meet once a week, but life happens every day. That's why LifeWay created the Daily Discipleship Guide. This new addition to the Bible Studies for Life curriculum is used at the weekly meeting to help generate discussion, but it also contains five daily devotions to reinforce the learning all week long. This consistent time in God's Word helps create the habit of daily Bible reading, an essential behavior for growing disciples. You can download four free sessions of the Daily Discipleship Guide at Bible Studies for Life dot com slash ddg that stands for daily discipleship guide bible studies for life dot com slash ddg and we're back continuing to talk about the work of the sabbath that, that sounds like a it sounds interesting we uh we also want to get in we, we've got some uh feedback from our statistician our fact checker our research analyst dylan young on what was the question? The question was, <laughs> is work <laughs> is work addiction real? Yes. Is work addiction real, yes. Dylan? Give us, Dylan. Give us the update. So there are centers you can go to for rehab from it. Wow. Centers you can go to for rehab Conserv- from work addiction. Conservative estimates are 10% of Americans would qualify for work addiction, but Ooh. we mask it as perfectionism. Ooh. So. 
statistics are 10% of Americans are workaholics. Workaholics. Let me go ahead and say this. Workaholics. I don't know this, but I would say being around mega church pastors, which I've had the privilege of spending time and learning from guys, how many mega church pastors are workaholics and justify mutilation of the flesh as uh, the glory of God and for the cause of Christ. Yeah, I'm doing this for the Lord. I should be pouring my life out. Yeah, we celebrate that. Which is not what Jesus told us to do if we obey the great commandments. Listen, let me tell you how bad it is for some of us. And I see guys doing this, and I'm, I'm guilty as well. We're so busy, Chris, even on our off days with our family, that we can't miss an Instagram post or a picture of a girl going down a slide or going to Chuck E. Cheese or, <laughs> or here a we goat are at the pub. running into a, a nephew. Okay, and that was actually cool. Oh. That, was <laughs> that was a cool post up. <laughs> Sorry, that was a good one. But no, the reality, but think about it. How many times are we seeing our friends and guys on, on Instagram or girls on Instagram and they and they never miss a moment? It's yeah. almost like if you don't capture it, it's not a it's family me. moment. My, every night I sit down to eat, I take a picture of my food and I Instagram it. And my son says, are you going to take a picture of everything you ever eat? Yeah. And I think, why am I taking a picture of this? Good call. Hey, but I still do it. Full disclosure, I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> but here's the thing. In a sense, that is work. Like we yeah. have to work to show people we're not working because we're just so caught up in the busyness. And so here's the thing the Lord showed me. Okay, so I, I set out on Friday with Candy. Good thing about this is you should never try to Sabbath alone. You gotta have accountability. You need some accountability. You gotta have accountability. You, you can Sabbath alone, but you need accountability is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, you can yes. Sabbath alone. But here's what I mean. Candy is in this with me and she knows how desperately we both need this. Okay. And what I realized was I was, t- I was talking about this in the last podcast. The body is a major prophet in our life. How many times, Chris, have we gotten sick? And it's the Lord, I've always said this, it's the Lord forcing me to slow down. Like either I'm going to slow down willingly or God's going to force me to slow down. Okay, so it's, it's and, and, it's, and it can be sickness or it can just be issues in life. And sadly, it can be a major, I mean, think of the, again, the great leaders who have fallen and, and what role did not having a Sabbath in their life play in that? I, we'll I, never know. I just thought about this this morning, literally when I was, Coming into the office, I was thinking, how many guys we know have fallen or disqualified themselves from ministry? Major ministries, uh, you know, on the surface, God-honoring, Bible-preaching ministries now are no longer in ministry or now trying to come back with a second chance at ministry or another church, you know, down the road. How many people have gone through that as a result of workaholism and non-Sabbathing? How many families of, of, of church leaders have suffered as a result of a guy or gal pouring themselves into the ministry with everything they have, so to speak. That's a whole other podcast I'd like to it do because I think, I it's think necessary. we needed. neglect our marriages for the sake of ministry, and I'll tell you how we need to lead out of our marriages, but that's another podcast. That's another podcast for another day. Okay, but here's what I want to say about this. So I go out, and so I, again, I start that day. I'm up early. I'm reading the Bible. I'm spending time with the Lord. I get up, and I, I think I did uh, my yoga for my back just – yeah. because my back's killing me so yoga helps and it's actually it's actually diamond dallas page yoga diamond dallas page the famous or the infamous wrestler yes yeah who knew diamond dallas who, page. who is a believer by the way i think he is he is i think he is a believer so he's got this uh yoga program i do on my phone ipad he's the coach and so it's pretty it's pretty intense but okay i finished that and then i'm done at around 8 30 okay 8 30 i'm done 
Okay, now what am I going to do? Okay, so I started thinking, what am I going to do? So, <laughs> got a whole day. So far, got so a whole good. day ahead of me. Got a whole day ahead of me. Okay, so uh, I tried to read some. Okay, and then I made it through to the morning of reading, but then my phone kept buzzing. Okay, text messaging, which I thought. Okay, this is not really work if the conversation's not about work. Oh, boy. But then the conversation always becomes about work. Yes. So where I failed in the Sabbath this week was, so then Candy and I get in the car. We go to eat lunch together. Yeah. uh, We spend time together. The whole time in the car. So I got to mess with the phone because I need directions. Right. Oh, So I I put the phone on the dash. You know, I got it stuck (laughs) to the dash, and I'm driving with directions. But it's buzzing the whole time. So I got to answer. You know how how we're so programmed. If somebody texts, we got to answer immediately. You talk about it. Yeah, think absolutely. About, yeah, think you, about if you don't the answer immediately, oh, I know that's the hit, just like that. Soon as it, Dylan. Next time you get a text, how often do you just say in your pocket? No, nah, I'm not going to. Well, gonna pick that here's up. here's Never. an example. I literally just got a text from my wife right now, and I'm thinking to myself, I need to respond. How can I respond to this while we're during talking the podcast? podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how that's how addicted we are. Okay, so what I failed in was this, Chris. I messed with the phone all day long. Yeah. I answered text. I was looking at email. I was uh, searching things online. And so I came home and I told Candy, here's what I, I said, which was a good start. I said, if I have the phone around me, I'm going to use it. So guess what we decided? This Friday, we're going to try it again. Phone basket. Phone stays home. Ooh. Phone home. Oh, wow. How are you going to get around? I don't know. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> even th- I'm sort of sweat, actually, as we speak. Thinking about it. <laughs> You know how refreshing that's going to be, though. Oh well, I hope so. One one little secret that I have is I've turned off any uh, vibration off of my phone. So when I put it on silent, I there's no I don't know what's going on. That's good. It's a baby step. It is a baby step, but still, if I doesn't help just with the pick step. the phone yeah. up, it's, it does, yeah, it doesn't. If matter. I pick the phone up, it's I'm over. going all in. You know, I'm all <laughs> ninety and nothing. I'm looking at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Okay, so I realize I got to keep the phone home. Okay? Yes. So I'm gonna keep the phone home. Uh, and then what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to, and can't, so then how do we have maps? How do we know? Candy said, I'll use my phone, but it's untouchable to you okay. off limits. <laughs> don't mess with my phone. <laughs> don't pull from my phone. I like this plan. The strategy you know is there. So, and then here's what else we thought. There's a couple things you want to do when you Sabbath. I'm going to give you four things you want to do. Okay. And I, I got this from Wayne. Uh, I mean, from uh, Pete Scazzaro's book, uh, on practicing the Sabbath. Okay, so how do you practice the Sabbath? Number one is you have to rest. Hmm. No, newsflash here, but I mean, I like the sound of that. You got to rest. Okay, how often are we not resting, Chris? Uh, very often. Very often. Okay. So <laughs> Every we're not day. Resting. Some okay. might say. Well, first of all, before you rest, you got to stop. Yeah. Now, in order to stop, what he says is you have to plan leading up to the Sabbath all of the duties that you normally do before the Sabbath starts. If you go to Jerusalem or you go to Israel, you go to uh, uh, a Jewish community, and and I've been in Israel multiple times and this has happened, you start to feel the city slow down, okay? So people are preparing. It takes work to not work. So what I mean is you got to pay the bills before uh, you need to uh, go out and shop for groceries before you need to get all those things that cause you to run errands, uh, you know, picking up laundry, all those things have to be done before the Sabbath. Because when you're sitting there, those are going to be great things you need to do. Man, I need to balance the checkbook. Man, I need to go ahead and clean out the closet. Yeah, I've got a couple hours of time. I can. Yeah, gr- yeah, uh, but that's not the point. First thing is to stop. Okay, so stopping means you don't answer emails, you don't return phone calls. That's a big one. You that is don't a big return one. phone calls. Texts. Can you text? Text people? done. No. 
No text. Text out. Well, here's why. Because you're you're working and thinking. Yes. Okay. Finishing your sermon, Pastor? No. Off limits. Writing a book, which I've tried to do. My, I've realized <laughs> every vacation I've been on. Yes. Ready for this? Since You've written a book. 2012, <laughs> I've written a book. Isn't that a restful? But you, I've heard you say this. That's how I rest. Well, I say that, but the more I think about it, you're not it's resting, not rest. and you're not it's spending not time rest. with your family. It's not rest at all. Um, so finishing that, responding to Twitter posts, making okay. So you stop. Second thing to do is you rest. Okay, how do you rest? You can read the Bible. You can read a book. You can enjoy uh, a date with your wife. You can even play a sport or a hobby if it's not too intense. Play a video game if it's uh, yeah, you, a video game. <laughs> <laughs> you keep trying just keep to going back to that just to check and see. Okay, here's the reality: you could take a shepherd's rest. Ooh, I like the shepherd's rest. I'm, I'm definitely putting that on every agenda. I mean, again, I'm every not making Sabbath. an agenda. I'm not making an agenda. But if I were to make an agenda, no, you have to make an agenda. The shepherd's, for the Sabbath. The yes. shepherd's rest is on. Okay. There. The third thing is you delight. You want to delight in the things of God because as you're slowing down, Chris, you start to see the handiwork of God everywhere. And you start to think about what God has done in your life. You look at the mountains. You smell the food. You savor what you're eating. Uh, you see the creation of God. And the final thing is, uh, he says, is you contemplate. You start to think about ways God is drawing you closer. Start to think about uh, areas in your life that need to be addressed. You start to think about how God's working. You start to be grateful for some of the things uh, that you've seen God do in your life. And this is what I'm going to try this week. So maybe we'll do a follow-up podcast. Oh, we have to. To see what happens when I we actually We need to know try, what happens next time. <laughs> when I actually try the Sabbath. Okay, let me say one thing, because here's what I want you to uh, take home. What you're doing is you're working from rest as you rest from work. Okay? I want you to think about that. So you're working, you're going to start working from rest as you rest from work. You're not going to work until you get dehydrated and exhausted and you need to rest. Yeah. You're going to start working from rest. So in a sense, the Sabbath is going to be the first day of your week, not the last day. Wow. Make, big, difference. Big, big difference. That is strong. Well, as you, know, as you know, we are members of the LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. And today we want to give a shout out to the 5LQ Podcast with Todd Atkins and Daniel M. If you haven't listened to it recently, you need to check it out. They've got great leaders that they interview from Scott Sauls to Paul Tripp to Russell Moore. They've also recently done some book breakdowns on the advantage and the four disciplines of execution. Just look up five leadership questions on your favorite podcasting app and subscribe today. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty. If you don't mind, take a moment to subscribe and share the podcast. You can find out more about disciple-making, resources related to disciple-making, and our customized training on our website at replicate.org.